Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you again this week, Warriors. Thank you so much for tuning in. My heart is truly overjoyed to receive comments and even direct messages from so many of you that are just truly gaining so much from these episodes, and I want to give God all the glory. Today, I just want to encourage you, whether you are a new listener or you are um, returning, I want to say welcome, and I hope that this message truly meets you where you are. And if this truly is a podcast you love, please send it to friends, send it to family, get the word out, share it on Facebook, Instagram, all social media, and you can find this podcast wherever your favorite streaming platform is. Without further ado, let's get into the word of God. Amen. Um, This week, we are talking about offense. And I know I've done probably multiple podcast episodes on this specific topic, um, but I felt truly in my heart that I needed to talk about it again, not just necessarily from my perspective, but for you. I believe that there are maybe one or many of you that is listening to this episode today, whenever you're listening to it, and that you need this word, that you need the encouragement to know that there's life past rejection and and hurt, but there's also a choice we have to make. I believe with all my heart that Satan will do everything in his power to make you focused on the fact you are being attacked, no matter what the attack is, whether it is verbal attacks, whether it is financial difficulties, whether it is health, whatever you may be going through today, I believe wholeheartedly that Satan knows if he can get our focus on the fact we are being attacked, we won't focus on the plan of attack. See, we are warriors, and I believe that God is wanting us to rise up, stand up firm in our faith against all that comes against us, and we have to fix our eyes. We have to fix our eyes. There are so many little things that can get us down or discouraged or even change our focus. Even if it's just one hour, one second, one day of our time when we are focused on other things other than the war we're facing and and the purpose of God on our lives, it is so easy for us to get distracted And especially distracted by an offended heart. Years ago, I remember asking God to show me all the places in my heart, all the places of my life that I was petty. (laughs) I asked him, God, show me the places that I have an offended heart. Show me the places where my flesh is getting in the way. Because I know that I cannot move. I cannot go forward. I cannot change my mindset or my perspective or even preach or even teach or even minister and pray for people when I am so hung up on an offended heart or things that have happened to me recently, past, whatever it may be, we cannot move forward. And I'm reminded of these scriptures I want to share with you today. Proverbs is one of my favorite books of the Bible. 
because there's so much wisdom. Anybody else out there that just longs for wisdom? I mean, I love wisdom. I love it. I literally will not only surround myself with, you know, people that I can learn from, but I like seek them out. <laughs> if I am in any scenario um, where just someone is talking to me, no matter if it's at the grocery store, at church, I mean, we're at line at the DMV, whatever it is, I will seek out wisdom. And it's not necessarily about someone's looks or age. If they're older, they must be wise. But as a young person and as a young minister, I want to make a point to show not only the newer generation, but the older generation. I respect, I respect wisdom no matter who it comes from. I know that we all have different experiences. We all have different testimonies. We have all been through the fire in different ways of our lives. And there is always something for me to learn. Always something for you, from you to glean from. And it doesn't matter how young someone is or how old. We need to focus on the fact that we long for the things of God and we long for wisdom. God, give me the wisdom of my heart. Help me not only to be smarter, but help me be wise in situations where I wouldn't truly know what to do. Give me the discernment. And so in Proverbs, I love Proverbs, and we're going to go to chapter 19, verse 11. And I feel free to read the whole chapter, of read the whole book. I mean, it's amazing. But verse 11 in Proverbs chapter 19, and it says, A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Now, if you're a human being in general, you have been offended at one point of your life. <laughs> Probably many, many, many times of your life you've been offended. We can all relate to that. We can all relate to being hurt and even holding resentment. But here in Proverbs, it says it is one's glory to overlook an offense. To overlook it. Sometimes situations cause for us to shut our mouth and just walk away. That is something I've had to learn. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've had to learn that, that I always have felt like I needed to say something. I have to defend myself. God, do you not understand what is going on? Do you not see what they're saying or do you not see what someone did to me? I have to say this or I have to tell all the people that I come in contact with what happened so that they don't like that person anymore. But truly, when I asked God, God, show me all the places of me, not of other people, but of me, of my heart that has been offended, my, my heart and my soul that is still decaying from resentment for people. Show me those things, God. Show me those things because I know I cannot move forward. I cannot move forward in the calling of God on my life. Until I come to the realization I'm not perfect. I come to the realization that I may have had something to do with the situation. And I come to the realization and the self-awareness 
to say, God, give me wisdom no matter the cost, no matter how much it may hurt my pride to, uh, to admit to an offense or to admit that maybe I had a part to play. I, I'm not sure of where you're coming from today, warriors, but I'm saying from my experience, it's an ego hit. It truly is. I am not a fan of it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of, of having to, you know, look at my heart in a true way because every time I do that and every time you do that, you're going to realize, you're going to realize that we're not so perfect after all. And we're not, we don't necessarily have a good handle on life as we feel like we do. And, but it is so necessary when I asked God this question, I thought this would be an exercise in Christian maturity, right? Oh, I'm so holy. Asking God, God, cleanse me and show me. But be careful what you ask God for. Until you are able to have the self-awareness and able to have the wisdom and even the humility for when God corrects you, no matter how he may do it, you say, okay, God, I asked you to do this. I asked you to show me the places of my heart. Show me the sin and the temptations and the things that I need to deal with. Show me the offense I need to let go of. We have to come to the humble realization that God wants you to grow, sister. He wants you to move forward. And maybe you're saying, maybe today you're like, Lauren, this is a great message and, and I've had situations in the past, but I'm doing great. That's awesome. That, that is wonderful. Now go out and share with people what happened. Because I want to tell you that the testimony of not necessarily of you not being perfect, but the fact of the matter that you deal with the same thing that they're going through and you're going through the offense or maybe even though you have just did awesome the last few years of just letting things go, there are still times in the day, still times when you're stressed, still times when your husband says something at the wrong time that it is easy for us to become resentful and we have to let the Holy Spirit correct us every time it happens every time I really thought that oh this is so mature of me to ask God to help me and to exercise this in faith that God's gonna show me this and I'm gonna fix it and I'm just gonna be awesome I'm gonna be on the top of my game but little did I know it would test the limits of my strength and never could I have realized the extent to which the opportunities to take offense were all around me. <laughs> I remember a little bit of wisdom my grandfather gave me years and years ago, and I've heard multiple people tell me this before. But he said, Lauren, do you ever realize whenever you buy a new car or maybe your friend's telling you about their new car that all of a sudden you start seeing the same model car everywhere you go. And I'm like, what? I had to think about it for a minute. And it's true though. If something becomes familiar to us, right? When I bought my, when we bought our car before my son was born, we got a new Dodge journey and 
it had three, you know, third row seating, and I'm like, woohoo, awesome, you know, <laughs> I was, I'm going into the mo- mother territory, right, and I remember getting that vehicle, I had never seen that vehicle before, after, before we test drove it, or even looked at the, you know, the details of it online, I had never seen that car before, never was on my radar at all, I'm not a huge car person anyways, but I, we bought the car. It became our everyday car, right? It became something I saw every day. It became familiar. And all of a sudden now, I will notice a Dodge Journey that drives by <laughs> every time. Every time something comes familiar. And, and you might be saying, Lauren, where is this going? Come on, where is this going? But I remember that little bit of wisdom he gave me. And at the end of that little story, as I was just looking at him, kind of confused but intrigued, He said, Lauren, whatever you focus on, whatever becomes your reality, your regular familiar is what you will notice. Every time I get in my car, every time I step into that Dodge journey and and press the button to turn the engine on, it's become familiar. And now I'll recognize other Dodge journey owners (laughs) around me at a stoplight or passing me just in the back of my head, not realizing that that's what I'm doing. I'm doing it because I'm familiar with that vehicle. And this may be totally over your head. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not a car person, but it just made so much sense that whatever you are familiar with, whatever is in your everyday life, day in and day out, you begin to become familiar and you notice it more. And After I asked God, God, show me the offendable parts of my heart, the places of resentment that is still just sitting there, still just resting in the places in the rooms of my heart, it really opened my eyes to see all the opportunities of offense that were around me and even the ones that I gave into on a daily basis. I love my husband, but I will be woman enough to admit that I will, <laughs> I will uh, take offense to him <laughs> on occasion because I love him and he's familiar and I feel I can be my unfiltered self sometimes. But it really opened my eyes to see that. And today I can recognize an offendable heart so quickly. Not just for me, not only in me, and, and, but for other people. It's, it's easy for me to discern when someone is angry with me or offended. It's easy for me to recognize in myself when I am becoming offended or when I am taking on something and burdening myself with resentment for something that I shouldn't be because now my eyes have been opened of an offensive situation or maybe a word that somebody says, maybe, but realizing that it's not about my emotions, that my emotions shouldn't dictate how I treat people. My emotions should not dictate how I feel and I'm, and, and our emotions shouldn't dictate my response to someone, no matter their intention in something. And I'm reminded in Ephesians 4, verse 2 and 3, it says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And again, I'm reminded in Proverbs 6, verse 16 
through 19, it says, There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Now, if we're being honest today, everyone is certainly going to feel offended at one point or another in your life. The problem with living offended is that it doesn't hurt someone else. It hurts you. Like unforgiveness and bitterness, offense is a poison that we choose to drink only hoping that the other person, our offender, will die. Just because we have the right to be offended doesn't mean that we should be offended. I desperately want a life that is truly free and floats above and, and, and can take the high road above offense. But I know I am human. I know my weaknesses. And because my eyes have been opened to my weakness of easily becoming offended, now I can take the steps I need to that in the situation, if I know I'm going to be offended, I'll walk away from it. If I know I'm going to be offended, I will prepare my heart and my mind not to take words literally and not to let people stab me with the words and actions that they have, but to truly realize that it is not about me. My offense is going to kill me more than what they say. My offense and resentment that I choose to bear and hold on to for the rest of my life is going to kill me and destroy me more than their one action or words ever did. Generally, we experience offense in two different stages. Stage one is actually feeling the offense. And this happens when someone presents you with an opportunity to be offended. Maybe your pulse starts to rise. Your emotions start rising. Maybe you get angry, start heated, heated up. The blood pressure begins to rise. And stage two is the resulting choice, whether or not you choose to live there. That's it. Offense happens. People are mean. And sometimes people say things ignorantly and not trying to offend. But that stage one is pretty common. Everyone's going to go through stage one. You're going to feel offended or hurt at some point, but the stage two, the choice, that's us. That's on us. And if we are going to live as peacemakers of heaven, if we're going to live for God in any way, we have to get to the point where we are humble enough to say, God, search my heart and help me Help me to be a peacemaker and not a conflict stirrer. Help me to be a woman of truth and not a woman of lies. Help me to not to walk slowly on the path of righteousness and not run quickly into evil. Help me, God. We have to use the wisdom that God's given us, women of God. We have to turn to him in those times of our weakness and resentment and hurt that where we truly want to hold on to it, that we have every right in the natural world to be angry with this person. But we recognize that we are slowly dying. We're slowly hurting. 
So today, ask God to reveal to you the areas of your life that maybe you're not completely healed at yet. Those things that maybe prick your heart a little bit more every time it comes up. Maybe the memory or the day, the anniversary of the conflict or hurt that happened to you seems to hurt worse and worse every year. And even though we're healing, we're not completely whole. I want to encourage you to take a step of faith and humbly ask God, God, show me the areas of my heart that are easily offended. Show me the things of my life that don't long for wisdom and long for you. And see, the, the ladder of the choice for a healthy soul and a peaceful mind leads to a more blessed life. When we choose to say, God, I know I was offended. That's my natural flesh coming out, but I choose not to live there anymore. I'm not going to be hurt by that family member. I'm not going to be hurt by the words that one so-called friend said about me years ago. And if I have to, I'll walk away from the situation so that I can heal. The resulting life impact of an offense, offensive situation is my choice. It's your choice today, warrior. It may sting, but the continuing pain of the sting is my choice. They may have stabbed you with the sword, but if you keep taking the sword out of your body and, and stabbing yourself with it over and over and over with it, the continuous pain is on us. I'm reminded of a quote by Lisa Turkhurst. She says, A depleted woman can quickly become a defeated woman when she lets her emotions dictate her reactions. So now, as I've grown older and I've realized the areas that I am weak in offense, and I am weak and not in lacking wisdom, and I am weak in needing God to supply strength in areas of my life when I'm living a self-centered nature I tend to be more easily offended which is the ultimate display of me living in the center of my small story but when I'm walking in the bigger story of God's greater purpose then I am not as easily offended and the word of God tells us that love covers a multitude of sins and it is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. It may not feel that way right now, warriors. It may hurt to overlook it. It may feel like you're letting things go that should never be let go. But truly, to heal from something and to keep moving forward, we have to stop living in the in this sin. We have to stop living in those times of our lives that we are trying to convince ourselves we're over when we're not. That even those situations dictate how you respond to your spouse, how you respond to friends now, or even similar situations. Today, I want to challenge you to consider how you respond to actions against you. Do you easily forgive and overlook the offense, or do you choose to wallow around in it and let everyone know what has happened? Today, my prayer for you, warrior, my prayer for myself, because we're not done yet. There's still a war waging, 
is that we stop focusing on all that is being done to us, even though it is legitimate, even though it may hurt, even though it is true that we are being attacked, but we stop focusing. God, help us stop focusing on the attacks of the enemy and help us to get our focus back on you. My prayer today for you, warriors, is that you release the negative, the offenses, the hurt, the anger. Even if you're saying, well, Lauren, I'm over, I'm over that. Ask God again, though. Ask him again, God, am I fully over this? Do I need more forgiveness? Do I need to heal a little bit more? Is there a new step to this process that I need to go forward in? I've, I've passed this healing process. Now I need to forgive wherever you are. Do not let these offenses dictate your decision to follow God and your decision to long for wisdom. Do not let your focus be turned away from the war that is waging around you just because it hurts, just because it's painful. God said he will defend you and he stands beside you. If you are struggling with offense today or even struggling with pains and hurts, I want to encourage you to keep going forward that God says to let it go to give it to him and he will restore the wisdom to you, the patience to you, the peace that you may have felt has been gone for so long. And remember, it is to one's glory to overlook offense and to walk forward, warriors, because your future is bright. God bless you. See you next week.